0: Hello, and welcome to the really, really boring podcast that no one should ever listen to. And if you just heard me say that, why are you listening to such a boring podcast?
1: And it's season
0: two. Welcome to season two. This is the really, really boring podcast that no one should ever listen to. Welcome to Season
1: 2. I'm going to get longer.
0: (laughs) Alright, here we are. Season 2. I don't know why it's Season 2. Marceline wants it to be Season 2, so it's Season 2.
1: Except I haven't been on the plane yet, which sucks.
0: Well, that's, I guess, the first thing we'll talk about. Your holiday to Cairns didn't happen.
1: Yeah. So it's happening in like 5 weeks or something.
0: So what is there a re- you know the reason why or uh because or the
1: just, planes could cancelled it? did it? No, I don't know. It I was just told we're not going. Okay. And All then right. mum said we're going here and I was like, "Oh. Uh, haven't been to Cairns yet though."
0: Fair enough. Well, I'm sure there's a good reason. Um I went to the Gold Coast for 3 nights. And that was pretty awesome. Yeah,
1: we also have, if we don't know what to talk about, we have a chatterbox. Oh, man, i got to talk closer. Um, so, if we also think about talking about something else, we have a chatterbox. And chatter we have box. Hungry Hungry Hippos rip-off called Hungry Hungry Dinosaurs.
0: It's not even Hungry Hungry Dinosaurs, it's Hungry Dinos.
1: Hungry Dinos.
0: Hungry Dinos. And you've <laughs> got a green one and a blue one, and a yellow one, and a red one. And they eat the little balls, just like Hungry Hungry Hippos. And when I played your sister at it, she was winning every time, because it was on an angle. (laughs) So they were all rolling to her end. Um, But that's fine. I I like it when she wins, because she gets grumpy if she loses. Very grumpy.
1: That seems about right.
0: Yeah, so I just... Let her win most of the time. Um, yeah. It's, I figure she can learn how to cope with defeat at home. Maybe if she gets to enjoy winning enough, she'll realise that winning all the time is boring and she won't want to win all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I defeat her, but she cheats as well. And she thinks that I don't notice that she's cheating.
1: Like, what, what
0: does she do? Uh, like, we play this game... Called Exploding Kittens sometimes. Oh, yeah. Um, and she will hide cards like under a leg and under the mat and things like that. She'll like have an extra diffuse that she. And she'll say, Look away while she's shuffling, and then she'll hide. And she thinks, I don't know, but I know. It's fine.
1: And then she listens
0: to this. <laughs> That'd be funny. I don't think she will. Nobody listens to it. Okay, maybe our ten, five or ten People. Um, faithful listeners who we love and appreciate so much um, for listening to us ramble on and talk about stuff. Sometimes it, um probably doesn't make much sense, whatever. But yeah. uh, here we are. And we appreciate our listeners, even if we tell you you shouldn't listen to it.
1: Yes. It's just a bit of reverse
0: psychology, really, isn't it? Do you want to see
1: what the chatterbox has to say? Okay,
0: what does the chatterbox have to say? Well, unless you want to make up what happened in Cairns, like pretend you went on a holiday to Cairns and tell us the crazy things that didn't happen there before we did the chatterbox. No. No. No, and I could tell you about the Gold Coast, but we didn't do much. We, we, We... We stayed at an Airbnb and it was someone's beautiful house on the Narang River Mm -hmm. and it had a beautiful pool which was really cold but it was really hot two of the days so we swam in that and then I swam in the river as well, went on the kayak Mm -hmm. and, um, and then it got really windy and cold for the rest of the time we were there so we went to an art gallery uh, one day, and then um, on the way home, we hiked the Gleis House Mountains. Oh, that's cool. That was pretty cool. And then right Sunday, I was wrecked. I just I woke up in the morning, and I went back to sleep for like three hours, because I was wrecked, because I carried the baby most of the way up the hill, and nearly the whole way down. And she's not that heavy, but it's pretty steep. So that was my holiday, and your holiday didn't happen. So I now know, they
1: doesn't exist.
0: We're going to talk about a chatterbox.
1: Okay,
0: so choose a colour. So it's a chatterbox that I think my daughter made, and we here. just found it here. And Corbin's now obsessed with it. We don't um, know what's inside of it. Doesn't have a colour here, so I'm just going to pick one. Uh, red. R e d, uh, and then I pick a number, seven. you do it seven times first and then you pick another number I don't know two, three, four, five, six, seven I'll pick seven again and then let's see if it has anything underneath because we haven't even looked underneath the seven I don't think it's been made properly (laughs) I know anything there? let me see if I can read it drive drive That's what it says. It says drive. So does that mean I have to go get in the car and drive? Yeah. Where? Just anywhere. You can
1: just like drive it to the end of the driveway. I'll just drive drive it
0: to the end of the driveway and then drive it back and park it. Yeah.
1: It'd
0: be funny if I actually went and did that, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm not going to do that.
1: Okay.
0: All All right. Pick a colour. Black. B. L A C K. Uh, One, two, five, or six. One, two. One, two, five, or six. Five. It says. Handsome. (laughs) The other one says ugly. Handsome. Which I guess translated for you is beautiful. There you go. Because Because I don't think you really want handsome, do you? This channel Box is
1: very confusing.
0: Yeah, it is. Okay, choose another colour. But, to be fair, my daughter's eight years old. So, who knows what kind of weird stuff. Um, orange. O-R-A-N-G-E. Oh, I'll just pick seven again. <laughs> seven. It just leads back to here. But that—that's odd. So that actually should go to a different one. One, two, three, Four, five, six, six seven. Five. Ah. Well, I'm not picking. What one did you pick? I don't want to pick ugly. I picked two. I'll pick one. I'll be ugly. Now nah, let's pick six. I want to see what six says. Because we know that number one says ugly. Oh, that's that's five, six. Oh, that one says ugly. Okay. I'm ugly. Lovely. This makes I'm so ugly. Sense. I'm, just going to pull this up I'm up. so ugly. I'll just make up a song about being ugly. I'm so ugly. Actor or artist is the other one. This one says. Dumb or... I cannot read that and I taught prep so that's pretty crazy uh here well if that one's dumb this one's probably something like smart my model it says model model see I can work things out uh, so drive and, oh, that one. drive what I could drive mean I don't think it means drive a car I think it means something else drive nah it's not coming. It's now not coming. Switch to these. So we've checked all of these. Yep, that's it. And we've we've uh, established that I'm ugly. Well, I'm, I'm going to cry myself to sleep tonight.
1: This makes no sense.
0: No, it doesn't.
1: Okay, let's put that there.
0: But I remember making shadow boxes as a kid.
1: Yeah,
0: same. We used to do that.
1: I am still a kid though.
0: Back in the day before Nintendos and all that stuff. We did have some electronic games when I was a kid. Little handheld ones. But you'd have one game in your little handheld thing. Like Donkey Kong. If you're wondering what that noise is. Hungry dinos. The red dino is eating the balls. A blue one, a green one. And then they poop them out.
1: If you are a kid, do not eat um, plastic balls. Do not eat plastic balls. These dinos are just eat them and they poop them out. They've got a one-way system.
0: That's right. They actually don't digest any of it. They poop them out whole. And it's about to eat a yellow one.
1: It's a yellow and a red one.
0: A yellow and a red one. Oh,
1: come on. this is really and funny. now it's not
0: eating anymore. It's a yellow. So we've run out of things to talk about. Yeah.
1: What else can we talk about? What
0: else can we talk about? Let's let's look at the news. What's the news today?
1: I've heard quite a bit from my radio.
0: Let's go to ABC, Australian Broadcasting Commission, the news. Uh, Uh, Oh, yeah,
1: I finally got my radio back from my um, grandma's house. Yeah. And I've had it there for a while, but um, I forgot it even existed for a while. (laughs) So now I've got it back, I listen to a whole bunch of music on it. Hmm. So I just connect to the um, Wi-Fi and stuff.
0: Cool. Very good. Here's an interesting one. Gun disguised as marker pen and homemade machine gun seized by Perth detectives. What? Let's click on it. Look at this. A gun disguised as an art line permanent marker pen. How does it work? Uh, I guess it's got like a little screw in bit. And then I guess you take the cap off and you pull the thing back and it shoots. Design, it was designed to look like a common permanent marker. And a homemade machine gun as well. Holy heck.
1: Wait, is it actually a homemade machine gun using duct tape and other...
0: I guess.
1: How does it work if it's duct tape most of it
0: together? Well, I doubt they're going to tell you how it works because they won't want you making one. But that's crazy. A homemade machine gun and another weapon disguised as a marker pen are among items seized by Perth detectives in separate raids and outlaw motorcycle gang members. So they're motorcycle gangs. Um, Members of the Gypsy Jokers. And carried out a search last Wednesday, September 20. During the search, officers allegedly found drugs and cash as well as a stun gun and knuckle dusters. They also located a working homemade pen gun decide to look like a common permanent marker. That's scary, because someone could just come up to you with a marker and...
1: I want to know how the pen gun works, because, like... Well, they're not going to tell
0: you that, because then you could make one.
1: Because I have an idea of how it worked. It it would use a spring.
0: That's what I'm thinking, a spring. A spring, and you pull back the spring, and then you load a bullet into it, and you just pull it back and... Well, so, maybe uh, they load gunpowder into it. I don't know. So, so,
1: you know the head of this... Um, you know the head of the marker? Yeah. So, you just took the head of the marker, right? And you collared all the inside out, right? And you made the head of the marker like a spring. Mm. Spring activated And then there was a little tube inside of it that had a that had a bullet in it that you just put in and then you'd pull back, release, and whack the bullet and the bullet would go bang and shoot off. That's actually... That's actually really,
0: really smart to be able to build something that looks like a marker pen, but dangerous. Smart, but scary and
1: dangerous. What is the Harry Potter one?
0: Australia's love affair with eggs causes headaches as farmers push to expand. Is that why we don't have enough eggs? Australian egg producers struggle to keep up with demand. Eggs are great. I love eggs. One of my favourite things to eat. There are more than 20 million chickens in Australia's national egg-laying stock, but farmers say they are struggling to keep up with the nation's appetite. Australians consume an average of 18 million eggs each day, but due to a combination of factors, suppliers are struggling to keep supermarket shelves stocked. Egg farmer Colin Ford, who produces about 125,000 eggs a week, uh, said he wanted to boost that by another 56,000. Bird flu, floods, fires and other challenges have squeezed supply chains on the East Coast. Mm. There you go Also, um,
1: go back to where like... Here? The, not there So, you know where you were looking through and you saw like
0: your gun pen and stuff like that? Can you go back to that page? Which page? The, the actual news page?
1: Yeah What's that Harry
0: Potter one if you go up? Ah, of course Harry Potter Harry Potter Five of Sir Michael Gambon's most memorable scenes As Professor Dumbledore alright he's died I'm I'm turning you up a bit Michael
1: Gambon is that his real name
0: Michael Gambon Sir Michael Gambon has died so he's dead and here's five memorable Professor Albus Dumbledore 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 scenes so what are your favourite moments with Albus Dumbledore I don't know either. But let's see what
1: uh, these people
0: say. Severus, please. This scene needs no introduction. In Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Draco Malfoy has his wand pointed towards Professor Dumbledore at the top of the Astronomy Tower. Yeah, I
1: remember that
0: one. Dumbledore, Draco, years ago, I knew a boy who made all the wrong choices. Please let me help you. Malfoy, I don't want your help. Don't you understand? I have to do this. I have to kill you, or he's going to kill me. Then Professor Severus Snape steps up. Severus, please. Dumbledore says, "Avada Kedavra." Yes, av- av- Avada Kedavra. Yes. Av- so much av- like Abracadabra. Av- Avada av- Kedavra. Av- Kedavra, av- Kedavra av- Snape av- says av- as Dumbledore falls to his death. They actually killed Dumbledore. Yeah. And people say Snape's not a... Snape's not... Snake! He is a snake. People say he's not a bad guy. He killed Dumbledore! He
1: killed Dumbledore because he was scared for his own life. But that was him being wussy because he knew... He knew that if he didn't kill Dumbledore, then Voldemort wouldn't be strong. But then Dumbledore... But then Snape ends up helping Harry. But he
0: killed Dumbledore. He killed Dumbledore. That's an outrage.
1: Technically, he killed... Technically, he killed Dumbledore to get into Voldemort's, like, system.
0: Uh, it, and then
1: he tried to get Dumbledore... So he
0: wanted to kill... He wanted to get Voldemort from the... Voldemort from the inside.
1: Yep.
0: So but then but, but, then he, Vol, but then... but he killed Dumbledore.
1: But Voldemort knew this the entire time. And so he was like, okay, time to die now. Hmm.
0: Alright, well, number two, showdown with Voldemort... Uh, in the halls of the Ministry of Magic, Dumbledore comes face-to-face with Voldemort, who he knows as Tom Riddle. In the Order of the Phoenix, the two face off while Harry Potter watches on. It was foolish of you to come here tonight, Tom. The auras are on their way, Dumbledore warns. Good one? Is that a good one? Yeah.
1: Number
0: three. Dumbledore's got style. The Order of the Phoenix, Minister of Magic, Cornelius Fudge, orders that Professor Dumbledore be escorted to Azkaban Prison to await trial for conspiracy and sedition. But he has other plans. I thought we might hit this little snag, he says. You seem to be laboring under the delusion that I am going to... What was the phrase? Come quietly? Well, I can tell you this... I have no intention of going to Azkaban. His phoenix forks, then sweeps down, and Dumbledore disappears in flames. You may not like him, Minister, but you can't deny Dumbledore's got style, Ora Kingsley's Shacklebot says. Good one? That was after he fixed... um, Yeah,
1: so basically... Uh, Some of Voldemort's um, people wrecked his house trying to look for him. Mm. And then Dumbledore fixed it completely.
0: Wow. Cool. Well, number four. The meeting Harry at King's Cross. I don't think they mean King's Cross in Sydney. After Voldemort's killing curse in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows... Harry Potter speaks with Dumbledore in a place that appears to be London's King's Cross station. In his conversation with Harry, Dumbledore tells him, Help will always be given at Hogwarts, Harry, to those who ask for it. I've always prized myself on my ability to turn a phrase. Words are, in my not-so-humble opinion, a most inexhaustible source of magic, capable of both inflicting injury and remedying it. But I would in this case amend my original statement to this. Help will always be given at Hogwarts to those who deserve it. He goes on to tell Harry not to pity the dead, but rather to pity the living and above all, all those who live without love. Does that include all the muggles? Pity the muggles?
1: No, the muggles can live with love.
0: Talk closer to the microphone.
1: The muggles can live with love. Yeah, that's true. That's
0: true. That was just a joke. Harry, Professor, is this all real or is this happening inside my head? Dumbledore, of course it's all happening in your head, Harry. Why should that mean that it's not real? Hmm. Good one.
1: Yeah, so so basically, Harry dies, but... The reason he has the chance to either like give up and die or come back is because he's Voldemort's Horcrux. So one of Voldemort's. Right. So because when Voldemort tried to kill him, hmm. he put part of his soul inside of Harry. That's why they're similar. And so part
0: of Voldemort's soul. Yeah, it's inside, inside Harry. of
1: Harry. Yeah. Hmm. And so when, so when he tried to kill Harry, that's why it hurt him, and right. Harry had the chance to come back because he didn't actually kill. The real Harry killed the part of Voldemort that was in front.
0: Okay. Hmm. All right, well, the last one, number five. Happiness can be found even in the darkest of times. As Professor Dumbledore said himself, he has a way with words. With dementors surrounding Hogwarts at the start of the school year in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Professor Dumbledore relied on his words in his opening address at the Great Hall. Happiness can be found even in the darkest of times, if only one remembers to turn on the light. This quote has been embraced by fans of the franchise to become one of the most well-known lines spoken by Professor Dumbledore. Agree? Happiness can be found even in the darkest of times, if only one remembers to turn on the light. That's good advice.
1: Also your voice in Dumbledore is really weird.
0: I know. I should read for books.
1: <laughs> I'm ready. I I've got all the Harry Potter books, You need
0: them. No, I mean like do audio books for people. Oh, uh,
1: that'd be funny.
0: But my like you said, my noise my my uh, voices would be can be funny. Yeah,
1: so what's Wrong. the other ones?
0: Silly Strange. What? What's the other one? The other what? The
1: other news
0: thing. Oh, the other news. Let's go back to the news. Uh, Taylor Swift's new romance. I don't care about that. Well, um, she's an old guy. Don't really care about politics. The what? Yeah, that guy. What's this that guy. guy? Yeah, it was oh, well, that's that's to do with the indigenous um, community, the indigenous Australians. We're having a referendum here in Australia, if you're not an Australian, and that referendum is referendum is to change our constitution to allow a voice to parliament for the Indigenous Australians. Yeah. And it's very divisive, some people say yes, some people say no, I honestly don't know which way it's going to go, I think it's probably going to be a no vote, Is probably going to win, but... I'm not even 100% sure which way I want to vote yet. Yes or no? For Indigenous people to have a vote. A voice. It would give them a body of people who would be called the voice to Parliament and they can go and talk to the Parliament and say, these are the issues amongst the Indigenous Australians and listen to us and maybe change like, some things. Like what us but they have no power to do anything. They just can go and talk to Parliament. Like
1: what us... Australians
0: can do. Yeah. Like I reckon, I reckon. like people that some people say, Well what about a white voice to parliament? Everybody in Parliament is the white voice to Parliament. <laughs> I but there's a lot of there's a lot of like in our in our country it is not illegal for politicians to lie. So all the information we're getting from all these different groups, there's no guarantee that it's the truth. So it's kind of hard to know what what we're being told. Is it true or is it a lie? And so that's probably mine and a lot of other people's grievance. I don't know what is the truth. No
1: idea about politics, so next one.
0: Yeah, let's move on. I don't really want to talk about the voice. I'll probably vote yes, but I'm not 100% on that. Because even the Indigenous Australians are divided on it. Some say that they want it. Some say they don't. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is our constitution is pretty racist, so it would kind of change that a little bit. There actually, Did you know that actually the Indigenous Australians aren't counted in our population? That's stupid. That's in the constitution. Well, there's like 80,000 Indigenous Australians. It's really not... has to be more than that, surely. Anyway, let's move on. I don't. I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to say things that aren't true. And I'm not that. I'm not that um, up on the whole agenda. So, and I'm not indigenous myself. So it's not like I. I don't feel like it's something that I can talk about. Um, let's see. What else is there? Anything interesting? Go up. It
1: says there. It's like 16. That one.
0: Yeah. Sixteen-year-old arrested after cutting down an iconic Robin Hood tree in northern England. Oh, let's have a look at that. 16-year-old boy has been arrested in northern England over what police say is the deliberate felling of a famous tree that has stood for nearly 200 years next to the Roman landmark Hadrian's Wall. Photographs from the scene on early Thursday showed that the sycamore gap tree was cut down near its base of its trunk with the rest of it lying on its side. Northumbria police said the teen was arrested on suspicion of causing criminal damage He was in police custody and assisting officers with their inquiries, the force said. Hadrian's Wall, the UNESCO World Heritage Site that guarded the Roman Empire's northwestern frontier, is visited by thousands of visitors each year to walk along it. The tree at the Sycamore Gap is often admired and photographed and was made famous by Kevin Costas' 1991 film Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. So that... The title is misleading. That's a bit of clickbait, because they're saying Robin Hood Tree, but it's only famous not because of the real Robin Hood, who may or may not have actually lived, but because of the movie, a 1991 film, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. So... And
1: this kid just... <coughs> still, it
0: the kid shouldn't have cut it. The tree was iconic to the northeast and enjoyed by so many who live or have visited this region, and he's just vandalized it, cut it down. It's gone. So,
1: what, so he was like, "Oh, two
0: hundred year old tree."
1: So, some, so a lot of people like this tree. Okay, let's kill it then. Yeah, that's
0: me. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, it, this is what Alison Hawkins, who's walking on the Hadrian's Wall path told the Associated Press she was one of the first people who saw the damage early on Thursday. It was a proper shock. It's basically the iconic picture that everyone wants to see, she said. I had to use the English accent because she said, it was a proper shock. No one outside of England would say that. It was a proper shock. You can forgive nature for doing it, but you can't forgive that. Well, is that unforgivable? It's a tree. You didn't kill a person. Yeah, you know, I mean it you can forgive it.
1: It's a 200-year-old tree. It's not going it's it's, it's
0: not going to be happy. But. I mean no, like he should be he should be punished. But to say that that is unforgivable, I think I think that's a bit much.
1: I, I want to know what the tree did to him.
0: Maybe the tree did do something to him. Maybe the tree attacked him. I can't be silly. Yeah.
1: <coughs> okay.
0: trees don't attack people but yeah that's that's that. That's pretty sad really that tweet? I miss a big this tweet mm. terribly sad to hear the loss of this iconic beautiful tree which was the setting for my second book and a source of peace and inspiration to many this was an act of vandalism I can only think that the person responsible is deeply unwell that's from LJ Ross author
1: okay Okay, let's, let, let's
0: look at some other stuff. Let's move on. What else? Oh, Donald Trump's in the news again. What? Court rejects Donald Trump's bid to delay trial in wake of fraud ruling. The latest news with The Loop. Why is Donald Trump? So, stop? well, he's being um, charged with... What is he being charged with? I can't even remember. And then I click on it, and it's not even there. It's just everything about um, Michael Gambon dying. He was eighty-two. I hope I live longer than eighty-two, but eighty-two is not too bad. Gotta like to make it to hundred. Make it to one hundred. That's my my goal.
1: <laughs> nah, no, I'm good. I'm gonna die before like I I'm got like the well, so. I
0: guess it depends. If I if I have. If I have dementia or otherwise unable to enjoy some quality of life, I'd rather go. Hmm. But if I can keep my mind active and alert and I'm not like bedridden, then I would be happy to stay for another 50 years. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Um, I don't know where this Donald Trump stuff is. It's not even, it's in here somewhere, probably. Trump will not seek to move his Georgia case to federal court. Criminal case. Uh, He's charged with pressuring Georgia election officials to overturn his loss in the state.
1: Why is his skin like that?
0: I don't know. Look at these politicians. They all look so evil. (laughs) Trump Trump looks like his face is distorted. That guy looks like a serial killer. That guy, he was the mayor of New York. What's he, his name?
1: He, he, lo- he, looks like he's, he looks like he's about to scream at you. He looks like he's a serial killer. He looks like he's like, I really don't care about you. She's face looks like she's from some like crazy movie. Cause it's you
0: look at her eyes. They look dead.
1: Yeah.
0: He looks like he's up to mischief. He looks, <laughs> like, it's
1: a, he looks like he's doing something bad So <laughs>
0: she She's like the that. only one that looks... She looks all right. Yeah, she. I look at her and I think, yeah, she's not a horrible person. The rest of them, they all look like you know, mug shots from hell. Anyway. Um,
1: I don't understand why he just doesn't give up.
0: I don't know. He's. Yeah, I don't know. It's another. That's another one that people are very passionate about. Uh, cyclist left with a fractured pelvis as driver showed lack of basic humanity. Well, you know, maybe you were riding too far out on the road. Kyama cyclist Jeff Besnard felt a car brush his shoulder before the full impact knocked him from his bike and the driver sped away on the Prince's Highway. Drivers who were following the 70-year-old in New South Wales South Coast Sunday morning pulled over to help with one telling him, I thought you were dead. That is pretty horrible. I shouldn't joke about that. I Because, um, you know, cyclists annoy everybody on the road, especially when they ride two abreast and they're taking up so much space. But they can be obnoxious and annoying, but they do not deserve to be knocked off their bikes. And
1: have a broken
0: pelvis. Especially poor 70-year-old guy. Like, he's out getting his exercise and... Yeah. Yeah. Almost a week later, speaking from his daughter's house where he is recovering from his injuries, Mr. Besnard was, not was still in disbelief that the driver did not stop. I can't comprehend somebody who can drive away from an accident like that, he said. When they drive off, I would have been lying on the road. They would have had no concept of how badly I was hurt. That's, that's pretty awful. That's not
1: good.
0: Yeah, that's not good at all. No broken pelvis. Just amazed that somebody can have such a lack of conscience and any sort of basic humanity. They probably were worried they were going to get in trouble. But that's no reason to not stop and help a guy out that you've just potentially killed.
1: If you've accidentally hit them and you get out of your car and help them as much as you can... it's better
0: than driving away? There's
1: a chance that he may not press charges. if you drive away he's going to be like yeah as soon as you find the person I want them to go to jail
0: but then imagine being like I feel for him but that person who drove away they might they wouldn't have known if they killed this bloke like can you imagine living with that guilt that you knock someone off their bike and you might have killed them and like they might not have ever if they haven't hopefully they've read this story and know they didn't actually kill him but I I don't know if I could live with that that would be horrible I mean they've done something terrible they probably didn't mean to maybe they panicked and drove away I don't know don't know I mean surely they knew you don't hit someone with your car and not notice surely maybe they were high or drunk hard to know But yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. What's the
1: gaming one?
0: This one? Yeah. Team human or team robot. New film, The Creator takes a surprising side. Okay, so that's a movie called The Creator. And and that's right. The kid in it is a robot. So this is interesting because AI and everything, you know, AI is such a big issue at the moment
1: why is it an issue
0: well because people are worried it's going to take over um, I don't think that we're in any danger of that
1: AI, AI, AI is smart and it knows everything we know but we think of things outside the box AI yeah. is like yeah. stuck inside that
0: box. AI is in the box it can't think outside the box it can only think according what to it. what it's got in front of it
1: and what we tell it whatever we tell it is what
0: it knows. Somebody is using a chainsaw. Anyway, yeah, this movie's about um, a guy who has to protect a robot. Um, oh, and look it up. looks pretty good. It's a brand new movie. It no, no, go
1: down, go down. Mm-hmm. Down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That looks, no, no, down one more. That looks really old and up. If you go
0: up. Up. That looks new.
1: That looks kind of new. Keep going up that also
0: looks really old <sighs> they make me think oh gosh them. I'm tired I was out last night I was in the city I went to see a band um, so I didn't get home till about one thirty. but that was fun good band Against the Current if you're looking for new music that you haven't heard check them out Against the Current really awesome band um, blah, blah, blah. what else we got AFL Grand Final tomorrow Brisbane play Collingwood no, it's in Melbourne for starters, uh, and getting tickets to the grand final is next to impossible. Although I did get to go to a couple because my team was in it and I had access to tickets. But yeah, Collingwood, Brisbane, Brisbane better win because I hate Collingwood with a passion.
1: What do you mean? What do you mean? Your team?
0: Uh, my team's the Tigers, right? Yeah. Richmond Tigers. When in back in 2017, about halfway through the year, I was like, well. Oh, Tigers are playing pretty good this year. I might buy an extra membership if we make the grand final. I get a ticket, and we did so. I got to go, which is like amazing. Like, no people pay like two thousand dollars for a ticket to the grand to the AFL grand final, and I had access to tickets, it only cost me a couple of hundred bucks. Um, and I got to go, and we won, so it was amazing. Then, two years later. I'd actually gotten rid of that membership, so I didn't have access to a ticket, but they played the Greta West and Sydney Giants, who don't have very many supporters, so they kept opening up to more and more Richmond members, until I got to go to that one too. So, And we flogged them! Won by like 87 points or something. It was an amazing game. That was actually really good, really special for me, because I got to get my brother to come, and that was like the last time we spent time together before he got really sick with cancer and then ultimately passed away. So it was really special to be able to do What's, that. Wait,
1: what did you say? The, um, the Brisbane's versus the Collingwood? Brisbane
0: are playing the Collingwood Magpies. What and the Magpies are like the team that if you don't love them, you hate them. Everybody who doesn't go for Collingwood, doesn't support Collingwood, hates Collingwood. So. Why? They're just... I don't know. Their supporters are just the most obnoxious. Like, they just... They're feral. They're the most feral supporters. Like, if you're at a game and they're, you're playing Collingwood, they are so over the top, like, booing the umpires for everything that they do that they don't agree with. They just rub you up the wrong way. And so, I can't stand them. Plus... Richmond and Collingwood are suburbs next to each other in Melbourne, so they're like the next team over, which means that um, they're like this next suburb, so we hate each other. So I want Brisbane to win very much. Um, This is my daughter, Zoe. Hello, Zoe. She's very shy. Hello, Zoe. Anyway. Have we got anything else we want to talk about? How long have we been going for? 40 minutes. No, no. yeah, I hope Brisbane wins as well because
1: if you're telling me that the magpies are bad, then I'm
0: sure that a lot of people are. They're off. bad. They're and the you're, worst. And
1: you're, and you're not You're not a very, like, person that
0: you hate a lot of <laughs> No, I don't hate a lot of things, but I do <laughs> hate Collingwood. But it's it's kind of, a you know, I love to hate them. I don't hate-hate them. It's like it's just like sport banter, you know. Yeah. Yeah, obviously there's a lot of uh, lovely... People who I know who do support Collingwood. And if Collingwood win, a small part of me will be happy for them. But when I was a little kid, my brother drilled into me to hate Collingwood. It was just like, you hate Collingwood, you hate Collingwood. I, he made me hate Collingwood so much that when I built Lego, I would never put a black brick next to a white brick because that's Collingwood colours. Yeah, that was it's pretty silly, really pretty silly really May the best team win but I hope that team is Brisbane and if, and if
1: like if the Collingwood does win you'd be happy for your friends but you wouldn't be happy for the
0: team yeah yeah I mean I respect their club they're from working class roots they're a good good club but their supporters are just too feral anyway uh, they love it they love it that it's them against the world they just absolutely love it it's the way they want it to be they wouldn't want any different and they're the same. If, if my team's in the grand final, they would want us to lose. So it's just the way it is.
1: Yeah,
0: okay. Anyway, um, anything else we want to talk about or are we done? No. This behavioural scientist says the key to better habits is more celebrations and less abstractions. Whatever that means.
1: Abstractions.
0: Abstractions. Abby died from an eating disorder. Her friend Zoe watched her disappearing in front of her. That's horrible. What? Eating disorder. What's an eating disorder? You know, like anorexia? You've heard of that? That's where you you think your body is fat, even when it's not, and you just stop eating food. And they just waste away. They just become really thin. And you can die from it. So
1: what? So
0: They her- just refuse to eat. They won't eat.
1: Her friend watched her die.
0: Well, I I guess kind of. Um, yeah, that's a sad one. Let's let's end on something a bit nicer. The NRL grand finals on as well. It's Panthers versus Brisbane Broncos. So Brisbane could win both the NRL and the AFL grand final this week this weekend. Yeah. Wait. That'd be pretty cool.
1: What's wrong with the um? Was it? It was the it was the um, Yes, people, the Brewers bring
0: Broncos versus who? Penrith Panthers, I think. Yeah. Ahead of yet another grand final, we look at the five games that define Penrith's NRL dynasty. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really follow the NRL. I'm an AFL guy. If, in case, if if you're overseas and you don't know what those are, NRL is rugby. And AFL is Australian football, which is a completely different sport. It's an oval ball, but kicked, uh, you kick the ball. Um, yeah, anyway, look it up if you're interested in knowing what it is, Australian Football League. Um, I've so go to YouTube, it. Aussie Rules it's called, and um, you'll be amazed because they play with no... They have no, like, armour on, no padding, and they just crunch and tackle and... It's a pretty brutal game. Played that? Played on a, on a cricket oval. Little Manasseh survived life-saving open-heart surgery at just 16 days old. Well, this is a nice story to finish on. World Heart Day. Manasseh Lorinx Griffin, the smallest baby to undergo successful open-heart surgery at Queensland's Children's Hospital. Uh, laid less than 2 kilograms and was just 16 days old when he had life-saving open-heart surgery. What is that? well the baby had a problem with his heart mm. the baby was how many days old did it say 16 16 days old 2 kilograms that's my daughter Zoe was small and she was 3 kilos so this kid's smaller than that like tiny tiny baby and they had to actually open up the heart and, surg- and surgically change some things so that the baby could live and the baby survived oh, that's, nice. that's pretty cool challenging operation but uh, the doctor said we didn't have the luxury of waiting for him to gain more weight if you leave it any longer the left side of the heart which has to pump blood under high pressure becomes lazy and it becomes deconditioned it can't pump under high pressure if you don't operate on them within three weeks of life there really is no choice so they just had to and I guess there was a big chance that the baby would die but the baby survived so that's great wonderful very happy for them Hmm. All right, well, we've done a 45-minute podcast when we had nothing to talk about, no theme. But I guess the theme in the end was what's going on, the news. And uh, Hungry Dinos, let's finish with the game. Ready, ready, ready. Get Get them all up. Okay. That's not good. Uh, Okay, you can go yellow and red, and I'll go blue and green and go you're going to win because it's leaning your way that's okay come on give light. some to my side come on, come on, come on come on blue and green let's go, let's go, let's go <laughs> one of the balls just blew out I guess you get that one because it landed on you come on Yeah, I got one. there's one left. There's one left. The green one left. Oh, I got it. All right, let's count them up. I like you one. I think I might have.
1: Because, look, I got barely any of these. Yeah, let's see. I got... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12,
0: 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Yeah, that's a win. I got nine. Oh hey. a win for Petey. You win even though yet yeah, I'm
1: on the I'm on that angle that it was. Yeah, short.
0: I kind of cheated a bit, I pushed it the other way. But anyway. Okay. That brings us to the end. Hope you've enjoyed Episode 1 of season two yes. of this is the really, really boring podcast that no one should ever listen to. Sayonara.